Maxine Lupia, your spiritual astrologer, and welcome back to the podcast, to my channel, where you'll learn how to use astrology in a more empowering and soul-centered way. And in this episode, you're in for such a treat. I'm going to walk you through the three key transits you need to know for 2024. So I'm going to share with you the transits of the eclipses, of of Saturn and of Jupiter and understanding that these transits aren't it's not an exhaustive look at all of the transits happening in 2024 we would be here a while <laughs> but also it wouldn't even be that helpful and what I mean by that is understanding when it comes to these three key transits you'll know where do you need to keep your focus this year because I mean of course depending on your specific birth chart, other transits are very important. So I'm not saying that, but what I mean is no matter what your birth chart is, whether, you know, I know your birth chart or not, I can tell you that these three transits will influence you in a really big way, in a way that you want to pay attention to. You want to make sure you're not missing out on certain opportunities, certain lessons, certain changes, opportunities to stretch outside your comfort zone and improve your life. Okay. So when when we're looking at all of the transits of 2024 there's so many cool ones like pluto's moving into aquarius we're going to have a mars retrograde in leo at the end of the year jupiter and uranus are meeting up in in taurus there's so many cool things i'll talk about those on the podcast i'm sure when we get to them but i want you to understand what three key transits of 2024 do you need to mark on your calendar do you want to journal about do you want to make sure that you are intentional with how you co-create with this energy for change. So again, we're going to start with looking at the eclipses, then we're going to look at transiting Saturn, and then we're going to look at Jupiter. And no matter what your birth chart setup is, no matter if you have zodiac you have planets in these zodiac signs or not, again, still going to be really key for you. If you do have your sun, your moon, your rising, your Mercury, Venus, or Mars in the signs that I talk about, and then pay double attention to that because that will be extra important. But um, but yeah, they're all going to be relevant to you. So I wanted to share that at the start. And also just keeping in mind, one last thing I'll share is when it comes to listening, listen with your intuition. Listen to understand that those goals you have, those dreams for this year, what you want to change, what you want to grow into, what you want to leave behind, all of that is your intuition speaking with you and understanding that that will be reflected in the transits. The transits aren't happening to you, but rather they're moving through you and with you. You're you're in a co-creation of sorts. So I'm not going to get too much into that. <laughs> That's a whole other topic, fate versus free will in astrology. But knowing that you are way more powerful than you've been led to believe. And so knowing that going into this episode, just listening with an open mind and knowing that you you do have it within you to change your reality. I, I really want you to know that more is possible if you're not happy in a certain area of your life, that you you have what it takes to shift that. And it might not happen all at once, okay? But allowing yourself to know that step-by-step, day-by-day, so much is possible. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> the snowball effect. So let's get into it. I do want to say one more thing just at the start. If you are interested in learning more with me specific to this topic, if you want to dive into it deeper, I have a new course, The Astrology of 2024 
pretty self-explanatory. We just dive into everything you're gonna hear about here, but more in depth and more specific to your birth chart. You're actually gonna learn how to read your birth chart for more specific themes, more specific lessons and opportunities and experiences and all of that. So if you're interested in that after listening and you're like, I really want more, then you can go to maxineluthia.com. And if you're following me over on Instagram, I do have a discount code if you are an early bird. So if you're listening to this when this comes out, message me over there or check out, check out my stories if you see it there. Um, okay, so that is all I wanted to share at the start. Let's get into it. So first up, the eclipses. Now, the eclipses are primarily in Aries and Libra in 2024, meaning that if you think back to April 2023, that was when we had our first eclipse in Aries. And then back in October, we had that first Libra eclipse. And now moving into 2024, we're kind of in the thick of that in the thick of those transits. And so I'll speak to the themes here that you'll feel more collectively, but just knowing that this isn't necessarily something that's new to you by any means. You've already had that initiation of those first eclipses back in the spring of 2023 again, and then, you know, the fall in October. So as I share this too, also thinking about what has come up for you in these areas that I'm going to share about. But the exact dates for you, so you have these, on March 25th, we have the Libra lunar eclipse. On March 8th, we have the Aries solar eclipse. And then in the fall, we have September 18th, the first Pisces lunar eclipse, where we're going to, I'll talk about that in a second. And then we have the October 2nd, Libra solar eclipse. And so essentially the bulk of the year are those Aries Libra eclipses and we're finishing those off fully in March of 2025. So seeing how there's really something that you've already been initiated to, maybe some realization or something new that's come up if you think back to these dates and allowing yourself to see what do you want to pick up on and continue with? What is it that you want to change? What is it some story that that you feel like it, you're ready to release here and what do you want to move into? These eclipses are huge for helping you shift your reality and welcome in big change. Allow yourself to say, nope, that's not what I want. I want something new, right? It's kind of like sending your food back <laughs> and I never do that. That would make me so anxious, but you know, and like getting, getting what you really do want, right? So maybe I need to work on that. But anyway, so that's what we're talking about with these eclipses in Aries and Libra. And really they're a lot about, there's so many themes to explore, but I'll, I'll just mention two big ones for you. The ones that I've seen come up the most up since these eclipses began back in the spring of 23 for my clients. So one of them is relationships. Very obviously, there's been a lot going on with that, you know, even Venus retrograde this past summer. But with these Aries Libra eclipses, it's more so about recognizing what are your unique patterns and beliefs in relationships? How are you in some way being held back from really those relationships that you desire, right? So being the partner that you really want to be, being the friend you want to be, being the mother that you want to be, being all of these different relationships. Who do you want to be? 
Who would your highest self show up as? And living that, living in attunement with that. And again, allowing yourself also to see that that's not just giving and giving and giving. That's also acknowledging that you have a voice, that you have a right to have your own needs, your own, your own wants, and that relationships are really meant to be that give and take. And that's what so many people are realizing is that they're on one end of the spectrum. Maybe they feel like they've been really overly focused on another or codependent on another or looking for another person and kind of losing themselves in the shuffle. And on the flip side of that, there's other people who are acknowledging that they want to have, they want to be more open in relationships. They want to receive help. They want to uh, be more focused on how they can help their partner be there for them more, right? So it's a really deeply reflective time. If I could look at your birth chart right now, I would tell you exactly what your pattern is. It just is that obvious, but you can feel into this for yourself too. Because again, astrology is a language of energy. And so if you're really connected with yourself, you already know this, right? Astrology just gives voice, gives words to that. So when we're talking about these Aries Libra eclipses, that it's that self versus other theme is coming up. So this year, expect that to be a theme. Be mindful of that. See those conversations that come up. See how you relate to others in dating life too. Being mindful of what partner do you want to be. Also, what where might you need to put up boundaries, right? So it's not all about just becoming that person that they want you to be, but how can you be yourself in all relationships? And then another key theme that I'll mention is your relationship with your own divine femininity and masculinity. And each of us have this. So kind of there's relationships as a theme, yourself versus others, but also your relationship with yourself and these different parts of yourself that everyone has, right? This is everyone has a relationship with the divine feminine and masculine within yourself, right? So what I mean by that is maybe you recognize that you have been very, very uh, assertive, right? You're almost so much so. You've been going, 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 doing all the things in your masculine, in that, in that more yang energy. And you want to pull back and you want to let yourself pause. You want to let yourself flow, right? It, it could show up that way for you. Or on the other side of things, you might feel the reverse. You might feel like you haven't been taking action enough. You've been too, uh, you've been wavering. Or you feel like you in some way have been waiting, for someone else, you've been waiting for some permission slip and you're, you just want to take action again, or you want to be more assertive. You want to have that kind of outrushing energy. So letting yourself feel into this again is a really helpful thing even to journal on in the coming year. How does this relate to your goals? These eclipses in Aries Libra are helping you to bring that energy to your attention and to be mindful of what are you co-creating going forward. What, what habits do you want to break? What do you want to bring into the new year? And also with this, the Pisces lunar eclipse that we have September 18th, knowing that that's, that is a spark that's setting off those Pisces Virgo eclipses that continue into 2025 and beyond. So don't get lost in, of course, that's important, especially if you do have Pisces planets in your chart, but knowing that the Aries Libra eclipses are really the focus this year in 2024 and that September 18th eclipse will help you perhaps recognize something that you need to shift 
when it comes to your perspective on things, needing to perhaps forgive or have more compassion, lean more into your spirituality, or actually embody what what that is, what you've learned, those lessons. So yeah, um, that's something that I'll speak about when we get there. But next up, Saturn's transit in 2024. This is our, our second key transit for the year ahead. And Saturn is going to be right <laughs> smack dab in Pisces. So even with the retrogrades this year of Saturn, it's not backtracking into Aquarius. It's not even this year going to move into Aries. It's fully in Pisces. So we're really in the thick of this transit of Saturn in Pisces. And what's interesting about this, first of all, if you have Saturn in Pisces natally, this is your Saturn return. So that's really important. If actually you have your nodes in Aries Libra, that's your nodal return or inverse, reverse nodal return. That's important. Star that <laughs> as an important transit. Um, but your Saturn also being in Pisces, that began back in March 2023, and it continues through February 2026. So really, this is allowing you, because Saturn backtracked with the retrograde back to zero degrees of Pisces, and knowing going into this new year that we're seeing we're seeing what it is that we want to restructure. You might already have realizations of what is it that you need to see more clearly, what is it that you need to be be taking a bit more seriously in your life and understanding that there's this there's this area of challenge for you with Saturn, wherever that is for you in your birth chart. So of course you can look to see the house placement of this, you can see planets there, but really just more broadly speaking, there's this question within you of Saturn being in Pisces, which is about structure and it likes order, right? And then we have Neptune, which has been in Pisces for many, many years now. And we're seeing, okay, with, with Neptune in Pisces at home, in her home sign there, and we have Saturn, which feels uncomfortable a bit with the kind of Pisces dreamy, flowy reality you're asking yourself, how comfortable are you with flow, with this sense of your own spirituality? How can you see clearly what it is you you want, even in terms of your imagination, your creative, your, your vision board for the year ahead? How can you put that into practice as well? So we're kind of, just to, just to bring this together, it's allowing yourself to see very clearly, okay, what is it you want? What is it you've been dreaming up for years and years and years? Like think of the last decade I'm talking and say, okay, how can I put that into, into reality? How can I make that structured? How can it, what is my next step? What is my long-term plan here? And Saturn being in Pisces is what gives you that discipline, is what gives you that realization and, and structure of saying, this is what I need to do next. This is realistically how I can get there. This is what I've not been doing. I've not been showing up for myself in this way. I've not been being as disciplined as I need to be. I've not been, you know, all of that. What is it? What is a practical, pragmatic look at those goals that you've had? And how can you allow yourself finally to get out of just the dream and allow yourself to make that dream a reality, to not keep sleeping on this and thinking it up in your head, but actually start that. 
That is what Saturn's doing for us. So it is such a cool transit, especially with that at play. And in the fall, in September, with that Pisces eclipse, you might start to see this all kind of come to a head a bit more and really have a realization of what it is there. And this will make more sense then. <laughs> so that is Saturn's transit. And then next up, our third key transit for 2024 is Jupiter. And Jupiter is the planet where Saturn can tend to bring up some restrictions, some challenges, what you need to take more, more seriously, like a reality check there. Jupiter brings expansion. <laughs> Jupiter tends to bring more positive change, but it's not all rainbows and butterflies, okay? It's very much with Jupiter. There's an intention to improve here. There's an, a call from your higher self to say, this needs to, you need to dream bigger. You need to be more optimistic. You need to have faith here. And sometimes that means freedom. Sometimes that means breaking free from something that you've been sticking with out of duty, out of a sense, maybe even you're thinking now something, some situation you're in, be that, um, you know, a, a job or a relationship or an agreement or something where you feel stuck, you feel small, you feel like you, you don't have the ability to grow more. And that is what Jupiter can't handle. <laughs> that is where Jupiter can kind of tend to bring up a bit of, of conflict in your life, even though it is a planet that eventually its, its purpose is to grow, right? So initially it can feel harsh, but eventually it does help you. That's what all the transits are. They're trying to help your soul's evolution. Um, so Jupiter though does tend to bring more positive change. And um, just so you know, it's moving out of Taurus. It was there since May, 2023, and it'll stay there until May 26th, 2024. And then it shifts into Gemini and that lasts through June of 2025. So basically the first five months or so of 2024, there's a desire to wrap up something that you began back in the spring. So if you think back to May 2023 and the whole of this whole time since then, has there been some area of life that you have been really working on that you've perhaps maybe even not working on? Maybe something that's just been going, been easier. It's been an easier ride <laughs> because sometimes Jupiter, you can very much sleep on this transit and you can kind of take for granted just how beautiful, how many blessings are being bestowed on you, how many opportunities and ex experiences and all of that are just flowing for you. So reflect on what has been kind of going well or some area of life that you'd really like to improve. Jupiter helps you with that. So specifically, if you look to see where in your chart Jupiter is by house, that's where you're being asked to to really expand there but also allowing yourself at the start of the year to say it's not over yet you're not finished with that transit so what else do you want to do to tie up loose ends there because with all of these transits we're talking a scale of jupiter won't be back here for another 11 12 years so it's not your only opportunity for growth there but it does ask you to say, okay, when it comes to that era of life, what do I want to improve upon? And, and oftentimes this Jupiter transit too, just as a side note, is a lot about self-worth, a lot about deciding that you want to value yourself more just as a collective, I've seen that a lot, and knowing your worth. <laughs> so that relates to relationships, to finances, to so much. Um, but yeah, and then it's shifting May 26th into Gemini. And that is a lot about voicing your desires, voicing your value, allowing yourself to communicate 
in integrity. So, and learning huge for, for that transit. So when we're talking about Jupiter moving into Gemini, just knowing that that's where there's the shift to say, okay, we're starting something new. And usually the first part of that will be going into the summer. There's, there's optimism, perhaps in that area of life, things are flowing more, whatever house Gemini corresponds to especially, but also just using your voice more. It's more of a playful energy and asking you to be more social and get out there more and exchange ideas and learn. So that's what that transit is a lot about. Um, But again, letting yourself know it's about improvement and it's about trusting yourself and perhaps taking a leap of faith where previously you felt really uh, in some way dissatisfied or you felt boxed in and just resigned to that. It's no taking back your power, knowing that more is possible for you. So I love Jupiter's transits. (laughs) Okay. And yeah. And so that, that, wraps us up those are the three key transits of 2024 the three major astrological shifts energy shifts reality shifts that are available for you to co-create with and of course there are more right we're just looking at the eclipses saturn and and jupiter they are very important there are more and i'll get into those as you know in future episodes so stay tuned but with these three transits they don't come around very often and when they do they really move through your chart in such a way that they beg for your attention right they're opportunities you don't want to miss out on and when you are aware of them when you now knowing these you co-create with them you look at your birth chart and see what houses are they lighting up what natal planets are bring being activated this year that's where you know diving even deeper but that really is so powerful. And so if you know that, I invite you to share with me in the comments over on YouTube. If you're watching there or want to let me know, I would love to hear what your sun, moon, rising are and how what I shared today maybe maps onto some goal that you have for yourself, some intention. And keeping in mind too that, you know, if you don't know how to do that, that's what my course is for, the astrology of 2024. I focus on how to read those transits in your birth charts. Really the next best thing. I walk you step by step through how to do that um, for these transits and a few more. It's the next best thing to getting a reading with me. So I really recommend you check that out. But understanding that going into the year ahead and knowing this is so immensely helpful. And when you're able to work with these transits, it allows you to move with so much trust into the year ahead and know that more is possible for you. So how can you reach out and grab that? How can you make sure that your reality now, if you're unhappy with some area of your life, it does not have to stay that way. You are so capable of and worthy of those changes that you desire. So I I will leave it at that. I feel like I have so much more I could share. But um, if you are interested in checking out that course, you know, would love to support you in really understanding the key themes and all of that that are coming up for you this year, those lessons to pay attention to and where you're being supported for really making some some reality shifts this year. Um, or you can check out my website for more offerings too. But thanks so much for listening, for staying till the end and 
just I hope you have such a beautiful year and you're gentle with yourself and last thing is knowing that this is a time to go step by step it's not necessarily a time to feel like you have to just jump into the thing that is awaiting us in the spring but for now just choosing to be really conscious with what changes you are setting in motion is really the thing. So I will leave you at that. Thanks so much for learning astrology with me and until next time, bye.